I wanted to let you know that since it was a Facebook Live and it was three of us, um, we had some tough internet connections. Zoom was not our friend that day and all of our internets were acting kind of up. So you're going to hear in the middle of the episode where we lose Drew. We lose Dr. Drew Burns, which is um, uh, it's okay because since it was Facebook Live, we were talking a little bit more about um, some of the comments and then we got Drew back. And when we got Drew back, um, we were mainly talking about in-house membership plans and so forth. So if you want us to dive in deeper on that and so much more, we can definitely have Drew back on and talk all about how he markets his uh, in-house membership plans and so forth, which I, I know he would love to do. So yeah, without further delay, here is the episode. How's it going with you guys, this new protocols and PPE? Drew, I'll well, let you go first. <laughs> well, um, you know, I've been reading so much uh, drama on Facebook, uh, hygienist versus dentist and hygienist versus hygienist, and everybody <laughs> versus everybody. <laughs> and, um, you know, our first day back, I, when we were not open yet, but I had the team in the office, I just sat everybody down and said, look, we're going to start by reading our core values. Number one is always do the right thing. And, you know, we kind of flowed from there. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, these are, this is the lens that we're going to look through as we're making decisions. And um, I said to them, I'm so grateful that like what I see happening on Facebook is not currently at least happening here. No one's uh, you know attacking each other. I, I want you all to be safe. My, my first priority is going to make sure it's going to be make sure that you guys are safe and that our patients are safe in that order. Because if you're, if you get it sick, everyone's going to get sick. So we got to protect you. That being said, that no one knows what we need. Um, so I was really trying hard to resist making any fear-based purchases. But now that we're about to open, I've made a lot of fear-based purchases. <laughs> you know, last minute, um, you know, they said that we basically need N95s for anything aerosol producing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think uh, the CDC came out and recommended. Nothing's required, but my team is like nervous about understandably getting getting sick or getting catching it from somebody so i took that as shoot we need to get some n95s soon um so i i've gotten most of the stuff that we need at least a supply for the first day and i'm kind of hoping that um either the prices will come down on those n95 masks um and they'll become more readily available what's the price um, right now I mean, good luck trying to find some right yeah. now. Um, a local um, heads up. I don't know if this would help anybody, but a compounding pharmacy we use every now and then for like a topical gel or if we need a magic mouthwash just dropped off um, some free hand sanitizer for us and a list hmm. of things that they're selling. And they said that we don't, uh, people aren't thinking to come to us for these things, but here's what we have and here's how much it costs. And I sk- quickly skim- scanned the list for N95s, and they- they're selling them, uh, $9 a piece. 
and I go, that's as expensive as I've seen. Um, yeah. I think before, I think I read somebody say, I don't know if this is true, before this all happened, um, they were maybe like 65 cents a piece. Uh, I've seen them, if you can find them at all, I've seen them in like the $7, six, five, six, seven dollar range. But I don't even tr- trust, most ones are being sold are like, oh, I've got a guy who's selling them. It's like, yeah, those are probably <laughs> counterfeit. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think what's going to happen though is we're going to start wearing those and after the second patient realize we, we, we can't, it's just not practical. So, you know, we got air purifiers, we got some gowns, we've got some of the hoodie things, we've got the face shields. Ashley, I like how you were wearing your face shield. I saw on one of your posts, oh. it was like around your neck, upside down. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the second that I It's like I just got neutered. <laughs> <laughs> she could elevate um, her voice more. Okay. If I don't <laughs> want to uh, quote Ashley on that, out of context, just quote um, – you know, in the comments. Yeah. Like I just got neutered, Ashley Hovez. <laughs> you mean because of the cone appearance of yeah. the shield. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but that's way more effective to wear that way to reduce the splatter from hitting you. When I put it on the regular way, I spent way too much time looking for a shield that would allow space for my yes. loops and my light. And then I got one of those and it kind of fit, but it would work. You could still... When you're looking down at the patient and you're wearing it the way it's supposed to go, it's like open space between you and the patient. Wide open, right. Yeah. So I have two of those and I'm just going to leave them in the treatment room that I work in and have my assistant wipe it off and then go to the next one and not use them for hygiene checks. Um, That's kind of my plan. Yeah. But for for us, just to summarize, I've been doing what I can to make my team be and feel safe. Um, But it's a day by day thing where people are, I, I truly want them to be safe feel safe and no one really knows what to expect so it's yeah you know, a lot of offices have it worse than us because people have we don't have a lot of uh, team members with them, uh, ch- ch- children in school but that's a whole nother factor that I, I'm not really having to deal with too much who you know kids who are out of school um, anyhow what about you Ashley how are you guys doing um, I'm I'm ready for retirement You've been saying that, I think. Since like <laughs> since six months of opening, like I think I since think Michael. Since I met you, <laughs> been, it's time. I, I, Has I it mean, really been that rough? This actually? is basically confirming. No, well, okay. So we've been so Judy. Judy's been amazing. She's my office manager. I talk about her like almost every day. Thanks, Judy, for everything. Uh, she's been she's been our one woman show. I am kind of the behind the scenes person. Um, she will, we are still taking emergencies and um, she is fielding all of those calls and text messages uh, from home. I had her work from home. Um, we have all remote access for our office, which has been really nice. Um, and then I've been going in periodically, bringing one assistant uh, to help me because I don't know how to take um, radiographs in my office. Is that so sad? I really, I'm so spoiled. <laughs> what I do want to talk about is just working in this new environment. Like I think that we could spend an entire Facebook Live conversation just talking about the stresses, the demands on our bodies for one, and just the impact this is going to have on our schedules. And I know that most of us are not fee-for-service practices like Drew is. So um, so from my perspective,
effective. I am, we are extremely low on PPE. I have scoured the internet um, looking for authorized dealers for N95 masks and um, they don't tell you that they are back ordered until after you've already um, submitted your credit card information and paid for the dang thing and then you get the email that says oh yeah we, we have no idea when this is going to come so we've been in the waiting game and in the meantime I've I've shelled out hundreds of dollars just waiting for stuff to arrive so um, mm. that has been quite frustrating throughout this entire thing. Like I've had a handful of people just ask me where I'm even getting gowns from. And those were actually from when we first opened. My mom gave it to me because she really wanted us to be protected. Um, and I was like, uh, I don't even wear scrubs in my office. Like that is so not smiling co. And now we are so not smiling co. We are like so, oh, it is so not cute. Um, so gowns, gowns for one, Okay, let, we can talk about gowns, but but the mask situation, when I put on that mask, because we are in such a limited supply, I am double masking. So I have an N95, and then I have a level three on top of that. And an N95 already, um, you're supposed to do a, um, a seal test to make sure that it's it's adequately protecting you. Well, you do that, you can't even really breathe in that by itself and you add a level three on top of that. Now you're just like suffocating. Um, so I've been getting a lot of headaches and um, just the amount of sweat that happens in, in underneath all of this gear. I don't know, Drew, what, what is your experience working, working with it? Yeah. Yeah. About that. So I... I am too much of a wanted, okay, I'm in Florida, which is um, not hit as hard as where you are. So I can't speak to how I may be responding if I were in an area like you are. But I, I'm definitely of the type that I want to just bury my head in the sand and say, this is going to just go away in six months. Um, as much as I want that to be true, I think it's very unlikely that we'll be back to normal as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, so prior to this, um, you know, I, I, I'll just say I've learned a lot about mask filtrations and the different le levels, level one, two, and three, what we're supposed to have for different procedures and how frequently we're supposed to be changing them on patients and whatnot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, without, you know, saying how I was doing things previously, I'm just going to say that I'm going to be a little bit more proactive about making sure that I have the right filtration going on. But the hard part is that nobody is, is it's a blessing and a curse. No one's saying what we have to have. And I, I would prefer it that way. I don't want them to come in and, and mandate a whole bunch of stuff. But in, in that vacuum of a directive, it's us just trying to use our best judgment and then see what the CDC says and that they say N95 for anything that's producing aerosols, which is everything. So to answer your question, um, I've only seen a handful of patients um, recently. I did the, uh, a couple weeks ago, CDC was saying, if you don't have an N95, you could do a surgical mask with a face shield. And so we got some of those 3D printed, you know, what is it, the Bellis 3D app. There's like an app that you can scan your face and then they'll give you a 3D model. But I just was like, if it's going to make my team feel more comfortable, let's get it. So everyone got one. I've been using that with a level two for the things that I've been doing. Um, and the face shield, I feel comfortable with that. 
Um, I've got way more level threes. Um, I've been trying to stock up on level three masks. Um, so that's kind of what we have. I did get some KN95s and I have some N95s coming this week for my team. Um, but that's kind of how we're handling it is face shield, heavy duty mask. We have some gowns, try and use them. Um, we're trying not to over, like, we've got some gowns, I'm going to try and get more, but when they're gone, they're gone until we can get more. So, mm -hmm. you know, try not to, you know, to your discretion, if it's not dirty, keep it going. That's what, my personal feeling on it. What have y'all's patients been saying so far and your team about all this? Well, my, so far, my, here's what my gut is saying. It's going to happen with patience. Uh, I, I could be very wrong. I'm definitely by default an optimist. Uh, so take it with a grain of salt. But I, I suspect we're going to have in the first few weeks, uh, influx of people trying to get in because they've had things that weren't an emergency. You know, every week or so you get the person who broke off a cusp, one of his, one of their teeth and they're not in pain. I, I bet there's a backlog of those types of patients who are just waiting for us to open so they can get it checked out, mm -hmm. which is going to help offset probably, you know, 20% decrease of people who just aren't comfortable, depending on your area and your demographic, that could be a lot worse. People who maybe aren't comfortable yet. And those numbers will probably get better as the weeks go on, I hope. So um, I, I am actually, this should tell you a little bit about my disposition on all of this. I may be doing something very foolish. But before this all happened, it was hard for me to find good, good people to join our team. Um, there weren't many people looking. So I am going big or going home here. I, you guys are really going to think I'm crazy. Um, this week I do. hired, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hired, um, I think I hired five new people to join our team. Jeez, really? So how yeah, much is that in total? That puts us up to 14. Um, Time okay. out. Did you, did you just random willy nilly hire them? Like, let's bring them on. Yes, please no. walk us through your <laughs> your mindset. All right, I can't wait to watch this later, like three, <laughs> three months from now when I'm bankrupt <laughs> from from paying like oh man people uh, to sit around and do nothing because no patients showed up. Um, Time out. Really how quick. Wrong I was, but here's Be what I'm thinking. What I'm hoping. Before really fast, did you furlough anybody? Yes, you did. Okay. Um, we we did pretty much our whole team except for our scheduler, um, and my assistant came in a couple of times a day. Um, mm -hmm. And so everyone's back from furlough now that we have the PPP. Uh, put that in context, before COVID broke out and we we shut down, we had. We had a few people transition out of our office. Um, you know, we had an assistant. We had three assistants. One of them left. And so we were down to two. And same with front office. At one point, we sort of had four at the front office. One was an office manager who did not work out. Um, and we probably need at least three front office. So we're down to two. So I hired one front office. I hired two assistants. Um, one of them is brand new, so she's going to be bouncing between the front and the back. That puts us up to four assistants total, which I don't know how to use four assistants for two dentists is what we have. Um, it's probably standard in a lot of offices, but we've only ever really had one per dentist. So we're, you know, we're, 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 we, don't, we don't fly at like a PPO-based practice 
pace as you would typically think of that. We try to, we take more time on average. So we're learning how to do that. But one of those assistants I'm going to be having being a runner, taking out, going out to take temperatures and whatnot, because I think our front office is going to be slammed with people rescheduling and trying to fill the schedule. Oh, here's the other thing I did. Okay. I hired two new hygienists. Um, here's why <laughs> we, um, we averaged three columns of hygiene a day before this all happened. Okay. Once we shut down, we had to reschedule two months worth of patients with where we're going to put them because we were booked up in those three columns. So I said, just open a fourth column. We'll hire a sub if we have to, we'll figure it out. So for the next two months, we have four columns of hygiene scheduled. Um, what I don't really want to have four columns of hygiene running a day. So here's what we're doing. And, and I think it's just too many people in the office. We don't really have the parking for it. Um, it's going to be crazy if we try to do that. If we're going to run behind, et cetera. So what we're doing is we're taking those, that extra, that fourth column and taking the three columns and we're, we're getting rid of the fourth column. We're expanding the three columns. And so now we're going to be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So we're switching to expanded hours. So we were eight to five most days. So that's three appointments in the morning, six in the afternoon. So we're trying to take that fourth column and restructure it so it falls into the other columns and only have to do three columns of hygiene for the day. And it was a lot of math to try and figure out everyone's hours that would now change to accommodate that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm kind of just going a little crazy. I think I'm really worried that in a couple of weeks I'm going to realize, what was I thinking? This is all falling apart. But if it works, um, it'll be better for our patients, uh, better hours, more, easier scheduling for them. Um, it will be fewer people in the office at one time. And this was like kind of a five-year plan of mine. At least now we get to kind of test it out and see how it works. You guys tell me, am I crazy? Um, I, I think yeah. you, I think you are, but I think it's the crazy people who either do really successfully or, or, or not. <laughs> but I think because I know you drew, I, I am, I think it's going to work out just fine. And I love that even in this pandemic, you are thinking big picture. And while most offices are shrinking and thinking about how they are going to let go of people, I really admire and respect you for thinking bigger and, and, and um, supporting your, your, um, your what is it called? Supporting your workforce in, in Florida single-handedly by hiring so many new people. I That's know. Amazing. Thanks, Ashley. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, you're awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I need this weekly. Let's have a weekly Let's chat session where we tell each other how awesome Next week, Drew's like, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what was I thinking? What was I? I know. We got a question from Gerard. Um, and then after this question, Ashley, what, how are you, how's your team and your patients handling it? But Gerard's saying, he's asking PPE grade EN130034 okay for us dentists and PPE grade EN14126? Yeah, I'm going to let Ashley take that one. Yes. <laughs> Gerard, yes. No yes. Idea. That is way more technical. <laughs> the fact that you even know those numbers probably means that you are researching enough to know better than us. Drew's like, this is good enough. This Matt? is good enough. <laughs> this... Uh, Gerard, yeah, you sound like you would know a lot. He asked another question. question. I think I think it goes on like this. 
He uh, asked, how are you disinfecting and reusing your PPE suit? Any of you guys? Like the gown, you mean? Is that, I'm, assuming. I'm sure that's what he means. Mine's a PPE tux. <laughs> Class A. <laughs> Class A. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> so, um, interestingly enough, to, to, to answer that question, I actually watched two different webinars. The first webinar that I watched was um, put on by Linda Harvey, and she talked about how you need to, um, how you need, how new guidelines say that you have to switch out your gowns after every patient that you're seeing. And then I watched a webinar from the director of, basically the director of OSHA in Washington state. Mm. And he said, you don't have to um, change out your gowns or jackets unless it's visibly soiled. So, um, I honestly, what do you do? Well, we haven't really done any dentistry involving aerosols. So I've been, I've been reusing my gown. I, I go in and I'll do a check. We'll take a PA and most of my emergencies have been um, referrals to, uh, to endodontists or oral surgeons, or it's a, a temp crown that we have the real crown. And I just went in to cement those for patients who are uncomfortable. Um, so I, I plan on following the last webinar that I watched um, because one, I think his credentials, um, you know, like OSHA. he's been doing, yeah, he's, he's been doing this. He's the director of, of the OSHA program in the state of Washington. So um, I trust his recommendations and, and, and he says that it, garments are supposed to be laundered or cloth garments are supposed to be laundered after each use. And he was very adamant about saying each use does not, does not specify each patient. It means each use. So at the end of the day, you may launder whatever you have soiled for that day. Unless of course it has um, blood or, you know, it's just visibly dirty. And, and logistically, if PPE is so, it's like, it's like finding a unicorn these days. If you are going through a different gown, a different mask, a different N95 mask per patient, even if that is a hygiene check, then you're going to not be practicing in like a day. And, um, and then your employees are going to go back on unemployment. So. Gotcha. so just to be sure, because he's asking again, Gerard, uh, the, uh, if it, there's no visible blood or anything, you just reuse it, right? Or if you're not using, doing anything aerosol, you're just reusing the same suit, I guess, right? And the suit is, like, where'd you get it? Where'd you, what is it called? Do you know that or no? Uh, this one, I got it from, like, um, so it's just a the, the, the see-through, yeah, the blue, yeah. blue ones. I got it, well, my mom got it from, I think, Banco years ago. Um, Henry Shine, my order is on back order. Darby is completely out of stock. Um, Drew, where are you? Where are you ordering your supplies? Um, so for gowns, we had some in stock that we never used. Yeah, um, they were just around from being yeah. around. Um, so we're starting with those. I saw somebody post a link to an eBay listing. Of gowns yesterday. I think they came out to like three eighty-five a piece. Um, but when I checked the shipping time, it was like a wide range of when it might arrive, and it was coming from I don't know where, but it was outside the United States. Um, so I, 
I or I did place an order there, but I don't think we're going to see it in time to replenish our supply. I'm kind of just hoping that one of the main suppliers um, is going to get back in stock with us soon. Um, we buy supplies through Darby, through um, our state association has a supply website, um, through Patterson. Um, so we, we kind of price shop around so uh, through Net32, those types of places, but I don't think any of them have them in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what our plan is. I, I've seen people talking about putting them in the autoclave for like on a specific setting. Uh, don't quote me on that, but if anyone has information about how you could, you know, clean a gallon, I've seen people putting them in washers with, I saw someone post about, Hey, we, here's a disposable gallon that we washed. Uh, we did not put it in the dryer. We let it air dry and we're getting a few more uses out of it. Uh, if it's not soiled with blood, right. Or saliva, mm-hmm. um, I, don't, I wouldn't have an issue doing that. If it's, you, you use it all day long and it's, you think it's still good for another, let's, let's put it in the washer. I mean, we don't have a washer here, but gotcha, in gotcha. Well, I have a question. What are you guys doing? What have you been doing right now to come back better? Um, I have, I've been watching a lot of webinars. Sorry, my kids are outside with our nanny and they're like staring at me while we record. Um, I, okay, so that, that's another thing. Like I, We've been out of work for, I don't know, this is, this is week eight, right? I can't even keep track of so. the weeks. Um, and I had all of these things that I wanted to get done for my office, all of these protocols, all of, all of the things that I said that I would get done when, my, when I had time. Drew, yeah. you're like nodding your head. <laughs> um, it is amazing how it's now week eight and all of those things that I, I said I was going to do are still not done. And um, Drew has a child and another one on the way. Congrats, oh, man. Drew. Thank you. So, I mean, girl. It, you got one of each. That's amazing. <laughs> one of each. One of, <laughs> I got three boys. Um, That's cool. Yeah, the, but like when you're, when you're, with kids at home I mean they're at home it's not like you have time downtime I feel less rested I feel than when than when we're at work quite honestly so um Hmm. yeah so a whole lot of nothing a whole lot of nothing like (laughs) no no, catching up on everything yeah a whole lot of catching up on how to be an HR specialist how Hmm. to be a like how to decode um, guidelines from the CDC and OSHA, like all of the things that we never even thought we were going to devote so much of our time to. That's, yeah. that's, what, that's where my attention has been. And, and, and if you are in the same boat, if you were trying to get all of this CE accomplished and you're finding that you haven't done it, I would not feel bad about that, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that in this in this state, like this season that we're in, there has to be a lot of grace because we're all navigating it at the same time with, with no answers to the thousands of questions we ask. Um, and that's why just connecting with friends like Drew and Michael and just having a place to vent. Um, I, think, I think right now we're just treading water. We're just trying to, to doggy paddle our way into normalcy. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Drew? Um, Drew's like, I yes. finished the spear curriculum and <laughs> I just started Koi's. 
I'm doing implants I, now. As a, I just specialized in three different categories. See these four degrees back there? So hey, just got them. This two time. of those aren't even mine. <laughs> these are my associates. Um, so I likewise had all these grand plans. Um, somehow, <laughs> many of them were more important than others, like taking CE and I, I've been putting off learning different things for a while. I, I still pretty much do bread and butter dentistry in our practice. I, I've got a CBCT in our new office, which isn't doing a whole lot of good because I don't really place implants. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, but that was a plan. I'm gonna, if I get the CBCT, then I'll start placing implants. So um, yeah. I, I've spent a little bit of time looking into implants, looking into. Um, I've spent time, uh, I took a, a, I'm taking an endo course, uh, e-school with Sonia. It's pretty great. Um, I'd recommend that. Um, but I have not been able to finish it because I keep getting pulled aside with, you know, it's like, okay, we've had eight weeks. That's a lot of time, but there's been just like, I spent probably three weeks trying to figure out the PPP loan situation. Yes. Just like obsessing over that and making sure I was going to be ready to submit an application. And I kind of now wish I had not submitted it so early, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so there's, I, I spent a lot of time, I, I was going to try and get more into photography. I watched a few videos on that, but you know, never finished them. <laughs> um, I did uh, shameless plug here, um, kind of doubled down on, um, our membership plan because I think that's going to be huge when we return. Um, and I want to make sure that our team and all of our new team members know how to talk about it to our patients because that's changed um, for me. I've spent a lot of time researching like Chris Phelps wrote a book on membership plans. I put a course together with him. So he and I have been kind of brainstorming a lot. Um, how we talk about our plan is going to be different in our office when we reopen. Um, versus how we were talking about it before we closed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, half of our patients, you know, I, I know I'm, I'm the fee for service dentist podcast, right? Yeah. You know? But <laughs> uh, our practice <laughs> is, is not what most, many people think of for, tra- traditional fee for service. You know, we are out of network with all insurance companies. So we're kind of a little bit of a hybrid because we're out of network. We will file for the patients who have insurance and want to use it. But that's only half of our patient base. The other half is cash or membership. So initially when I started my plan, I didn't really want to take 50% of my patients and put them on this plan overnight. I was too scarcity minded in that I would suddenly be taking a 10, 15% hit of my fees. Um, I realized that's no longer, even though we give a discount, right? That's not how it works. People on average are going to spend more when they have the plan. So I'm not no longer as worried about that, but before we were only using it strategically when people said, Hey, I'm retiring. I'm losing my insurance. What insurance do you recommend? Mm-hmm. Have you heard about our membership plan? You know, kind of using it for that purpose for our existing patients and then using it to attract new patients to our practice. Uh, now I want all of our patients to be aware of it. Whereas before it was like, it wasn't a secret, but we weren't telling everyone about it. You know, we weren't trying to like put up banners and whatnot. Hey, we got a membership plan. Yeah. Um, now I'm kind of doing the opposite. I just want the whole world to know because who knows how many patients are going to come back, come back without dental insurance or not come back because they don't have dental insurance. And so, you know, you got husband and wife, maybe the husband still has insurance, but the wife doesn't. And so the husband's in the practice, 
the wife's not coming back because she, until she has insurance again. And when the husband's here, he hears about the membership plan. He goes home and tells his wife now she's coming back in and buying the membership plan. There can be lots of opportunities like that. So I think we're all going to get asked that question. I lost my dental insurance. I lost my job. So you want to be able to have your whole team trained to know when, you know, that's time to talk about membership plans to your patients. Because I want to come out of this on the other end of things. I want more cash paying membership patients than insurance patients. So everyone who lost their insurance, that's an opportunity to transition that patient off the insurance model into the membership model. And the membership model is so much better for practices. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We don't have to sit on the phone to fight to get our claims paid. Uh, right. You know, we call the shots and what gets paid and what doesn't. So, Haral is asking, can you go over how you talk to patients about the membership plan in terms of paying full price for the year versus the monthly? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, like many practices who try to do it on their own, uh, made the mistake initially of thinking it's better to have patients pay it in full for the year. Um, it's easier for practices to manage it that way if you're doing it all by yourself. Um, but what we've seen with our membership clients, because I've, I help put together the software dental membership direct. So we've got lots of clients who administer membership plans. What we see is it's better today if they pay in full today. That, that's No one would disagree with that. You get a whole year's worth of payment cash for cleanings, you know, two cleanings worth in one day. That's better. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, Drew, we lost you again. Sometimes. Let's see if he comes back on right now. If not, and go. if not, Hey, really quick. Um, Haral said something interesting. She said, word of advice from Texas docs. Don't ask for too many clarifications because then your board will come out with rules that you really, really don't want to adhere to. AKA in Texas, you have to now wear an N95 or KN95 face shield plus mask won't cut it. So just do whatever you want under the radar and don't ask for clarifications. <laughs> love it. Gerard, I love you. And then, uh, and then Gerard told us, focus. <laughs> hey, Gerard. Hey, man. Only Brian can tell us that. Uh, uh, but okay so now that okay so let's just oh um, drew's there hold on hey oh. okay you're back yeah i don't know what's been going on i plugged in directly to the internet in case it was my connection but okay it's probably mine guys i don't know anyways Should we pick up where we left probably off zoom yeah i tried yeah. to do a facebook live on zoom like a couple weeks ago and it just kept cutting out um but together, i i want to i i'm sure so many people have questions about uh membership plans because they ask it all the time in the group um can you can you go over your plan to market this market this not just to your patients but market this to the public absolutely um real quick the the last thing i was mentioning before was the, the point is that people who pay monthly have a high, higher renewal rate so they'll stay on average as a patient longer. So it's easier for practice to charge just once per year and get that full amount, but then you're not getting paid again for the patient's membership plan until they come in a year later. And they might not come in a year later. It might be a year and a half until they come in when they're due for that third cleaning, if that makes sense. Um, so if it's just hitting their credit card automatically every month, like a Netflix or whatever, or whatever other subscription service they have. Like a gym membership. Think, there you go. Yes. They don't have to think twice about 
Um, do I want to stay as a patient with this practice? And do I really want to put down that 365 all up front or whatever your practice may charge? So we've seen the renewal rates for patients much higher when they pay monthly. So I don't, when, we're, when I'm charging patients for a membership plan in our practice, there's no price break to do pay in full. It's the same amount, you know, the monthly amount times 12 equals the total plan, plan price. So it makes a lot of sense for patients to just pay monthly. And that's what most of them do. And that's how I want it to happen. Um, and what's been nice is we've been closed for about two months and I still, because we use dental membership direct, I'm still getting paid from the membership patients. We'll get them caught up with cleanings and whatnot, but like I've had no one processing payments. It happens automatically, all automatically. So that, that's been a nice perk. Nice. So I've had some revenues coming in to pay bills and whatnot. So how are you marketing how, it though? How to market. Yes. Let us talk. So, um, I've got what I think is a pretty great idea. Mm -hmm. um, it, I haven't started it yet because I wanted to make sure that I had the team available to support it. But I mean, I would like to talk about how I'm marketing it differently than I was before. We could talk about just general marketing advice for membership plan. The idea is you want to attract the cash paying patient, right? I'd rather grow the practice with cash patients versus insurance patients. So I want to attract those with this membership plan. That's our hook to get them in the practice. But what I'm doing differently now, and I think it's going to, I hope that it's just going to spread organically uh, word about our practice and our reputation. Um, so it's self-serving, but it's also helping the community. This is one of the things I talked about in the um, general membership master course. Hey, um, one of our strategies <laughs> that Chris Phelps and I go over is, okay, if you lost your job or your dental insurance as a result of the COVID pandemic, um, your next cleaning is on us. Made not for the sake of buying it there in the spot, but hey, this is something we have to help you when you get back on your feet. Um, if you have your job, but just not dental insurance, maybe you're interested in this today. Or, but FYI, tell, tell your friends and like, spread the word. Um, if you don't have dental insurance, we, we got a plan for you. So that's my, my latest strategy, is to, how to market this thing organically while doing good. Um, what do you think about that? I love it. I love it. Are I, you doing I, well, membership plans, Ashley, or no? Uh, we haven't talked about it ever. Um, That's funny because it's on your website. Oh, is it? As you Yeah, Drew. Drew texted me randomly the other day, and he was like, um, "This is what's on your website." I was like. Oh, I had no idea. That's crazy. Well, yeah, you had a link to your VIP no plan idea. and the link was broken. I didn't even know that VIP plan was still on my website that I put like three years ago. I was like, thanks, Drew. Yep. Um, so I would like to um, no, I obviously now in, in this day and age where everybody is, is taking a lot longer for procedures, it sounds like um, hygienists now want 90 minutes for profies. Um, I, from an overhead perspective as the business owner, if you are in network with PPOs and you have Delta, I don't know if Judy, Judy, are you on? Judy, Judy is what, on. what is, what is the typical reimbursement for a Delta PPO, um, fee for a profi, just a profi and yeah, well, no, just a profi, I guess. And I'll wait for Judy to respond. It's like a hundred bucks or something. If you're paying your hygienist $50 an hour, 
and and you're getting a hundred dollars for 90 minutes plus the cost of just the regular keeping the the office open all the supplies like everything i mean it seems like you are losing losing a lot on on that patient so Mm-hmm. I've I've had this discussion with Brian about like, like okay where does this put us like maybe are are we are we going to drop insurances sooner than we had anticipated and that's why I was so, so happy to have Drew on as not just my friend but as the fee for service dentist because you can walk me through this Drew like I I think that Smile and Co is is definitely going to have a, a makeover of our own. Um, because right now we have, um, we I have ten team members. So there's eleven, including myself. Um, three of them are hygienists, and if we are taking ninety minutes for for just a standard cleaning, I can't imagine what an SRP is going to look like. Um, I I don't know. Like I, I would love to to get more patients who are cash and just not necessarily insurance driven as I'm sure everybody in this group wants and dreams about. So Hmm. that's my, maybe like true. You can give us another webinar. We can like, just you walk us through the whole situation of what you're doing. I'd love to, Uh, whatever works for you guys. And in the membership master course, I put together hours with Chris Phelps on how to build your plan to make sure that it's profitable and that you're not giving the house away and losing money and how to market it and how to talk about it with patients and all those sorts of things. So that might be an immediate resource for some people if they need a membership master course.com. <laughs> right aren't you, you're giving like a 200 or 700 something off. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's um, so it's normally nine ninety seven thousand dollars for the course. Uh, but because everybody's hurt by COVID-19, we dropped it way down to two ninety seven. So want to make it just super a no-brainer if it's something you you want to spend some time on yeah and just to let everybody know dental membership direct is drew's like business it's yours right yes the the software you're talking yeah. about dental membership direct it's a membership growth solution most um you know if i can just touch on it real quick plug for that most um practices we see um without using a solution like ours tend to kind of hit road the same roadblocks that keep them from actually making any significant growth with their plan to the point where it's worthwhile even having the plan, right? So they kind of, a lot of them will cap out naturally around a hundred patients on the plan and they can't get past that without having to hire somebody in their office to manage just that because there's too much to keep up with expiring credit cards and patient questions and et cetera, right? So mm. we focus strategically on removing those hurdles and those roadblocks like mispayment management we handle that for practices so that you can soar past 100 to 400 patients on your on your plan. And if you sign up for it before June 30th, I think, we, our promo is still valid where once you get 100 patient, 400 patients on your plan, uh, your monthly software fee is dropped to zero to kind of motivate practices to grow their plans. So if you sign up after June 30th, you'd be still paying that rate no matter how many people you get in your plan. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Direct. So I hope it helps people. And I, I, actually, I don't know if there was a question in what you were saying. Uh, if there was, I, I would love to help you in any way that I can. Uh, no, I, I think what you said. Uh, we're going to run with your, um, your company and you're going to, 
you're going to, you're going to help me become profitable without PPOs. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be, she's going to document it real time to see if it's we're like, gonna, we're going to document in real time. Let's do it. Ashley, your area is to watch the transformation. Yes. I was going to say your area is tough to do that in, but if anybody can do it, it's friggin' you. I mean, you've got the fever service branding, like you've got the culture you've got. Yeah. You can do it. So that's how I feel. Remember when Ashley, when they told you like, Hey, that demographic's probably not no, the best. No Here, here's the thing, everybody watching. Ashley's the type of person who like, they'll recommend her something. All the professionals would be like, I don't think you should be doing this. And then she's like, I'm going to do it anyways. Uh -huh. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a true story. From where you found your location all the way to now, right? And But she's like making stuff happen. So it's cool, man. It's cool. It's like always in your favor. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. But anyways, we'll put the all that information of the membership below. Um, in the comments. Hey, really quick, before we sign off, now what? What's the plan for you guys now? From this moment on? Right. I think that's more towards you, Drew, because he talks to me like... Oh. It's for both of you guys. Oh, is it for both of us? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, I, I think moving forward... Um, I think just taking everything day by day, honestly. Uh, I, ha I still am in network with a lot of PPO insurances and um, we are, are going to do like, so we're gonna start off slowly uh, when we reopen our doors. Um, we don't have an exact date for when that's happening. And it's crazy because in my county, the, um, the, public, the, the public health official said that, we are now open for preventative care, which is crazy because, I mean, California still has a stay-at-home order, so I don't think our county can supersede the state order. So, we're I mean, we're still playing everything by ear. Uh, we're going to start off slowly. I am um, I'm, I'm going in this not really expecting to make a profit, honestly. I think... Um, at least in the beginning, all of those goals that we had set in the beginning of the year for daily production, monthly production, I think those are out the window. I think it's going to be scheduling a lot of time in between patients, making sure our team, most importantly, is comfortable with with how dentistry is going to be. Because um, I, like my philosophy, like everything that um, that I built my office around, has actually been around the hospitality industry um, restaurants and, and and just that culture that's that's how that's how smiling co is mm -hmm. and I I think when you talk to anybody who has been a server or has worked in the food industry it says so much when that person actually dines at that establishment and I think that now more than ever regardless of um, of what is being recommend what, what is being recommended for how we should be practicing dentistry I think peace of mind for not just ourselves but for our team and taking care of them and making sure that like hey we need this like or, or maybe we don't need this maybe this is this is a want like right now the, the webinar that I watched there are no mandates for air purification systems at all it's just it's just not. But 
Drew and myself, we both invested in that because it's peace of mind. Like mm -hmm. I want my team to be our biggest advocates. Just like if, if your server or anybody works in the food industry, if, if they know the kind of environment that their food is handled and prepared and they don't want to eat there, like just think of that in our mouths and think of that as from a patient perspective. So um, scheduling a lot more time uh, for procedures, not necessarily having a production goal and then figuring it all out day by day. That's, that's my plan moving forward and, and just trying to, to just navigate like how to even do this. Like it's so, it is, so there, there's so much fear already involved with coming to see us. And now you, you have the face shield, the respirator, the gowns. Now we can't even hug our patients anymore. Like it's taking, it's stripped the humanity from us. And we're already a very fear-based profession. So making sure that you talk to your team, making sure that you are setting aside extra time to really answer your patients. And um, I think that is how we're, we're all going to get through this. That was really good. That was really, really well good. Said. Yeah. Well said. Well yeah. said. I'll buy whatever you're selling. Like those. Yeah. yeah. Like single tier. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> That's cool. The <laughs> restaurant. That was really cool. Like I never thought about that. Like as a, is it, would the employee eat at their own restaurant? Then they'll right. say something, right? Yeah. Right. So Drew, what about you? Yeah, I can't top that. But <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you some thoughts that who knows what, what it's going to be like, but. I can tell you we're, I might be making a huge mistake, but I'll say that too loudly here. <laughs> My team's right up. Um, but I am, I'm expanding hours like I talked about, and I'm, I'm using this as the opportunity to test out a solid foundation for my vision for what our practice can become. Um, I'm, I got it, not in my stomach that it's going to come back to bite me in the butt. Um, but I, I, I think it could really help our patients and it could work out great for our team. So why not try it now? Um, so we're preparing, you know, we're getting the pieces in place for us to become, you know, the next phase of the practice that I want us to be, um, to be fully kind of utilizing our facility. We might get three weeks into it and realize we, yeah, we need more time for our growth. The, nine, the 60 minutes isn't going to cut it. Um, what do I do then? Like you were talking about, Ashley, like, you know, our, uh, the, I, I'm not expecting my hygienist to take a pay cut, but that means that I'm taking a pay cut. So that's not fair. But at the end of the day, you know, we've got to make sure that we're able to put the patient's quality of care first and, and deliver what we're saying we're delivering. Um, I am uh, intending to raise fees. Um, you know, I know there's a new code that's come out that people are saying we can use. I, I don't really know much about that and, and how, if that was going to get paid or how, how frequently or how much. So I'm just across the board. We were, we were overdue for a fee increase. So I think now's the time that it kind of makes sense. I was worried about doing it when we moved into our new office because I don't want people to think, oh, I'm paying for this office. But I think when they, it's conveniently time when they see all of the extra things that we're doing, it's, it's easy to explain. That, that's one change which might come back to, might backfire but we'll see um, yeah I, I am 
keeping my head on straight. I am optimistic. I am thinking that we're going to come out of this ahead in the long run. The, the next few months are going to have some headaches. And like Ashley said, we're going to need to take it one day at a time. And um, yeah, but I, I think this is our opportunity to be leaders for our team. Um, and, you know, I, I take it too personally sometimes when I really try to go out of my way to put myself into their shoes. And then that's not always acknowledged or isn't always met with appreciation. Um, but, you know, you got to keep rolling with the punches and just do, like Ashley was saying, everything we can for our patients' sake to keep them safe and for our team to get what they need to be safe. And uh, it, yeah, it sucks because it's, it's really expensive to do right now. But what are we going to do? Not get them the things they need? Like, that's not an option. I, I can yeah. moan and complain all day long about how expensive um, masks are and gowns are and how much I don't want to be robbed over that. But shoot, if we're getting ready to open. We, we need those things. So it's time to get them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at right now was we're, we're supposed to open full capacity on Monday. We we're, were allowed to have opened on Monday. You know, it was supposed to be May 8th, which is a Friday, so the 11th. But they just recently said it could be the 4th. So we didn't see, I don't think, any patients on the 4th. And we're kind of like testing the waters this week with our new protocols, with taking temperatures and everything and getting – so we're doing some profies at 90 minutes this week because we have the time. Mm-hmm. And we just want to make sure that we got the flow of things down. But some some easy things that we're trying to do differently that hopefully will reduce uh, the possibility of, you know, contamination. I told you we're trying to limit the number of people we have in the office at one time. I'm sure like most people were, were taking temperatures in the car and then bringing them straight back to their appointment when we're ready for them. We're trying to, whenever possible, check them out in the treatment room and then walk them out a separate exit so they don't cross paths with anyone else. I don't know, measures like that. Um, but all of that is just taking more coordination and more, you know, it's going to be hard to do everything that we were doing in 60 minutes mm-hmm. plus to do stuff. So, oh, yeah. uh, we're giving them an intake form, right? When they fill out, when we get the temperature on that form, this is a nice tip that might help some people. Maybe, I don't know. We're going to, I haven't worded, I haven't worded it yet, but we're going to somehow phrase the question. Um, Hey, would you be okay? Not. For, for hygiene appointments, would you be okay not getting an exam by the doctor today if you're not due for one? Um, and then having our hygienist somehow note that in our schedule so that if we're running behind, we can just glance and keep rolling, knowing that that patient got one six months ago. They don't have to get one today. In our state, it's every, once every 13 months. Um, so I don't know. That, that might be helpful to some people. I don't know how it's going to play out, but that's one of my concerns is we're already running behind and then got to do an exam and have patients got treatment to talk about and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys know how it goes. So yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. David says, Dr. David Sutton says, from they're neighbors. Yeah. We've got your, he said, he said, we've got your back, Drew. We're a community. If you ever need anything, I'm just a mile away. Nah, man. Likewise. man, David, we got to we get need... you on here with all of us. Yeah, that was cool. We've been trying to get together with him. I, I've been trying to get together with him. I think the ball's in my court. Sorry, David. Balls in my court. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. um, He's sending a heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy. Right. That, that's, that's the dapper. Yeah, man. Dapper he's man cool. himself. He's cool. All righty, guys. 
So with that being said, I guess we're going to end it here. We're going to, if anybody has any questions or concerns, I'm sure Drew, Ashley, and I will stick around to ask any questions below. I know you guys have had questions, but we couldn't get through all of them because like Gerard said, focus. And then we kind of. Hey, I think it was the internet's fault. Yeah. Half of it was the internet's fault, guys. So, well, if anybody has a really fantastic internet, comment below. Maybe we. We'll see. Now ask um, ask your questions, especially the um, the membership the membership questions in this um, in this Facebook Live, so that way Drew can see them and and depending on how many how many questions we get, we can we can do this again, Drew, because you know what we still we still have some time. Oh, although you're you're reopening your doors and um, yeah, be safe, friend. Uh, let me know how Thanks. everything goes and. Huh, man. You. And you are definitely an inspiration to Stop me for, for just, you know, like sticking to your guns, not shrinking when everyone is, you know, just, just fearing what's next. Like you went out there and you freaking, you hired how many, like five people and, and your fee for service. Let's really use this time to, to define how we want to practice. Because if we do have to practice under these crazy conditions, you might as well be paid, be paid for it because this right. is, it's not going to be cheap. So thanks for hanging out with us, Drew. Thanks for hanging out. Um, Thank you for if you have watched us at home, um, yeah. And, and be safe at all of you guys, all of you guys watching. I keep touching my face. You're not supposed to touch your face. Like, oh my God. Oops. Oh my God. I know I touched my face a ton too. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, everybody. Sounds good. Y'all take care, Stay okay? Stay safe, everyone.